0: Hey, hey, and welcome back to another beautiful, amazing episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. Started. Okay, we have an amazing guest today, Allison Braun. Uh, she is a leading business success and life satisfaction mentor who has helped thousands of ambitious businesswomen in over 10 countries experience financial prosperity with fulfillment and joy. Known as the queen of ease, working with Allison means living richly. Her unique mix of mindset, coaching, and strategy with a big sprinkle of energy work makes your challenges seem breezy and your biggest dreams inevitable. No sacrifice needed. When she's not helping her talented clients embrace freedom or create their next profitable program, you'll find Allison drinking espresso and writing, making potions with crystals and essential oils or brainstorming with her hubby on their electronic music festival. So fun. Oh my gosh, I've got her stuff in the show notes, but let's go ahead and dive into this interview. Hey, guys. Well, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. I'm so excited you guys are here, and we have a super special guest, of course. Her name is Allison Braun. Thanks so much for being here, Allison. Hello, hello. (laughs) Why don't you just get us started by telling us who you are, what you do, and maybe like a background story, how you got to where
1: you are today. Mmm. Ooh, All the good stuff. I know. <laughs> Go as far back as you need. <laughs> yes. Well, I am a, a facilitator, a mentor, a coach, and many other things to women who are really passionate about making a difference in the world using their greatest gifts and who are really stepping into this place of recognizing that their business and their life aren't separate and that they can actually have both money and success. Mm -hmm. They can both do work that they love and enjoy and be successful. They can have love and success. They can have their health and success and they don't have to sacrifice one thing for something else that's equally as important to them. So, that work is a culmination of the last fifteen years of many different kind of uh, aspects of of my journey that I feel have just brought me to this place of really holistic work, so yeah. my background actually started off in holistic health because I had really bad anxiety when I was yeah. younger, and I really feel like that was the result of being disconnected to who I was and what my purpose was. It was like constantly that question of like, what is my purpose? What am I, you know, what am I here to be doing? Yeah. And
0: I think so many people ask that. Yes, I feel like at different stages of my life, I still ask that even though like I feel fulfilled, but I'm like, okay, well, is there something else?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I have all these skills. Like what am I supposed <laughs> to do with them? I don't know. Yeah. So. I love this. So that was definitely one of the biggest pain points that I had. And that, that Mm. was about eight to 10 years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and at the time I was studying holistic health, but something still felt like it was missing. I was like, if I only did this and energy work, it still wouldn't feel complete. And, Mm. and it wasn't like I was charging 40 bucks an hour, hardly getting any clients. I was just like, what's going on? And Actually, it was working at a positive sexuality shop that really shifted things for oh. me. Yeah, it was the the best job ever. <laughs>
0: as <far> as jobs <laughs> like, what do you even do there? <laughs> I'm like trying to think
1: of jobs, and I was like, cool. Like, what do you do? What is that like? <laughs> well, it's it's really interesting because no matter where I work back then i would still end up having conversations with strangers for one two sometimes even longer than 2 hours That's awesome where they would just share with me all these things i would hear daily like not even over exaggerating every single day i would hear someone say i've never said this out loud before mm. and and it was such a gift to be in that space specifically around sexuality because yeah. That was the one piece in my life where I felt like I couldn't really fully embrace it and let it all out um, without feeling guilty or shameful. And working in that space, it was the first time in my life where I really experienced sisterhood and that safe space to express all of myself, including my sexuality. Yeah. And and that led me to starting my first very successful business as the bedroom joyologist. Mm, So that work um supported thousands of women around the world around releasing guilt and shame around their sexuality and really being honest with their true desires. Yeah. So that was that was your
0: first business, right? That was your first adventure into into the coaching world.
1: Yes. Yes. At least successfully. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I dabbled in in like doing energy work and yeah, right, right. Coaching, but it wasn't it, to me. It didn't feel real. Whereas this was like it was real. I was yeah. doing the damn thing. Oh my gosh, rocking it out, having so much fun. And it was through that work that I started to see a really strong connection between self-expression, sexuality, creativity, and purpose. Since my biggest struggle was, you know finding my purpose, I naturally started to attract women who were eventually like, okay, now help me find my purpose and, and get my own business started. Yeah. And that was many years ago. And I'm so grateful to be in this place now where I get to share everything that I'm passionate about. That holistic Mm -hmm. piece has really come full circle where now I work with women Around their relationships, their sexuality, their health, their business, their self-expression and their confidence and their desires. Mm-hmm. Because each of those things, if neglected, impacts another area. We can't we can't separate separate and segregate mm-hmm. all these different areas. And so I'm just living the life yeah. <laughs> with living richly. Living richly is really the end product of all of those years of... Yeah, absolutely working through the gamut. <laughs> yeah, no
0: I love this. I love this. I feel like I have so many questions I want to ask. So let's start with um in the very beginning you were like okay, I want people to know that they can have blank and blank. Blank and blank. Blank and blank. Right? The relationship and the money. Right? Mm-hmm. The business and the freedom. And I am so with you on that and having that and mentality. Like I have never been an either or kind of a person. Yes. I've always been a well no, I want it all. Like no, I don't want to have to sacrifice for being successful, you know. Um, so, how? What suggestions do you have to kind of shift into that and mentality, and and really allow people to know and feel confident in this in this idea of I can have all things and that I'm worthy of all things, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be an either or, or situation.
1: Yeah, the first thing I would say is is really start to look at and document where where you are inserting or blocking the end so Mm. where do you feel already comfortable being like oh i can have this and this and where in what area do you feel like well i can have this but i can't have this at the same time so once you can identify both you know where you already are experiencing it i think that's often a piece that's neglected because guaranteed you are already experiencing that in some capacity where are you not letting that in and mm-hmm. once you identify that you can really start to look at why often it's the examples that we see all around us that are just proving to our ego like oh you can't right others. right it's like piling up on like a big pile of a uh, of limiting beliefs so, like,
0: here's why it's never gonna happen for you
1: <laughs> Yes, yeah. yeah our ego is just like check 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 like look <laughs> Lady Gaga can't have big success in love, so why should you? Because mm-hmm. um, we see these examples yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And it typically shows up for most of the women that I work with, with that piece around either doing something that they really, really love mm-hmm. and making money. They're like, well, I can either kind of, kind of do what I like and make good money, Mm-hmm. Or I can do what I really love and make okay money. Mm. Yeah. Or in their in their love life and business, it's kind of like compromise on both ends. So it's not extreme on either side of things. It's not like oh, I can have this and yeah. have this. Like I can right. have both, but only like so not as much as good. I want to. Right. Like yeah. like not at to the extent that I
0: want to have it. Yeah, yeah, I totally am with you. Um so so shifting into that one it's it's really finding okay where is the crack, right? Where is where is yep. the crack there? Where where am I saying that I can't have both things or I can't have it in the way that
1: I want to have it? And then what do we do from there? Start looking for proof that so your your ego, right, is looking for all the reasons why you know, of course you can't have both of those things. So you're going to start actually doing research. I love curiosity. I feel like curiosity just brings a sense of lightness to yeah. even heavy situations. And so you're just going to be a little investigative journalist and start looking for examples and proof of, of people who are living what you want to live. Mm-hmm. People who are having the and, you know, this yeah. and this. And, and doing it in a way that feels like something that you want to be experiencing too, so that you can just show your ego like, Oh, you know, actually there is this other possibility it is a possibility.
0: Yeah. And just start
1: documenting it, being in that energy. I'm such a big believer of energy being a catalyst for change. Mm. So read those people's posts, look at their pictures, you know, spend time with them um, be in their energy in whatever way that you can, whether it's hiring them, spending time with them as a friend, reading their book Yeah, to just really soak up that, that possibility so that you can start believing it for yourself too.
0: Yeah, 100%. I love that. And I think that that's just like, and I mean, I'm, we're not shy to talking about that on this podcast. Like this podcast is like all about that. And we talk about all the time how your brain is always trying to prove you correct. And mm-hmm. so it's this idea of, okay, well, if I know that to be true, if I know that my brain is always this survival mechanism where it's trying to protect me and it's trying to always be right. like It's like, it's like the one in the argument that always wants to have the last <laughs> word. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's our brain. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it's so funny when we talk about it, but, but really though. And so when we think about it, it's like, okay, well, if I know that to be true, that I need to find the evidence that this can happen for me. And I was just talking to one of my clients the other day, and we were talking about, Um, Belief levels, and you know the belief on signing clients, and the belief on being successful, and it's like part of them. And maybe we can talk about this too. But part of them is like, I know I'm I'm meant to be successful. I know 10k cash months are meant for me. I know that I'm supposed to be a millionaire. Yet then there's all this disbelief when it comes to signing the clients, even though they have the sales calls on their books. And Mm. I'm, and it's it's very baffling because I'm just like, well, if you know that's true for you, then where is this disbelief coming from? Yeah. What, where's the connection? Where's the crack there? Where's the missing link? So, um, I mean, I obviously have my own suggestions, but I would love to hear if your clients feel the same way because when it comes to business, I feel like we often. Let's be honest, it's a, an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and sometimes we're feeling so high and we're like, yes, on all the clients. And sometimes we're like, what's happening? So, have you ever mm. had one of your clients feel that way to where they have belief that they're meant to be successful, yet they're having all of these doubts that are sabotaging their success? And what do you suggest to do? Yeah,
1: I mean, I would say most of my clients have experienced that, as have I. I think all right. of us probably think
0: have. yeah where
1: our heart is like yes our soul is like yes this is for you you've got this you Mm -hmm. can have this and then it's like but oh shit like I can't really what I think it really comes down to honesty we're taught to be so positive like just keep focusing on that just keep focusing on that but then we're not really giving voice or space permission to look at what that other piece is Mm. that is holding us back because there is something that we believe to be true about getting there, being there that is out of alignment for us. So if we believe that, you know, yeah, I can have those 10 K months, no problem, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to have to work with clients that I don't actually enjoy Mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. So then there's the disconnect or, if you believe that you have to sacrifice your relationship on some level or that like, if you're more successful than your partner, things are going to fall apart. You're not right. going to sacrifice that. So there's the disconnect. So I think when we can be honest around the beliefs that we have that, that or our secret fears around yeah. what it would mean for us to actually have that thing, yeah, you know, if, you if adjust, you're
0: like, tapping into that though, like, it, maybe it's, like, so in the deep subconscious. Like, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on, all right, I understand something's blocking me, right? I understand something's yeah. in the way, but if it's not readily available and readily clear, how do you suggest really tapping into that and figuring out what's going on here?
1: One of my favorite ways to do this personally and also with yeah. my clients is free writing or channeled writing. Um, this tends to be, my, like, the way that we access it the most, there's a variety of different ways, but I find just really letting myself get into that zone, Mm. um, either on my own or having someone else ask the questions. And and I do this for my clients as well. And and just closing my eyes and letting myself write whatever comes through, um, that tends to be where those gold nuggets of insight and honesty Mm. just kind of blossom and it's like, Oh, I didn't know that was there and now it's on paper. And often it sounds it sounds almost too easy and I'm all about ease, so honestly, sometimes just seeing it is enough to start yeah. shifting it. It's like, oh, yeah. great. Like I I actually don't need to believe that anymore. I can let that yeah, go. There's or, a lot of
0: power of having pen to paper. You know, and so just much looking power. at it when it's no longer in your head and it's right in front of your face and you're like, oh, that's not as scary as I thought it was. <laughs> like, I really yeah. like, okay, do I actually believe that to be true? Like, no, because that's, I think that's the biggest thing that for me and whenever my fears creep up, I'm always like, okay, is this really that big of a deal? Like, would I really not figure it out? Well, yeah. no, I always figure it out. I know I can get through it, right? And so then we re- we go back to remembering who we are and what we know is meant for us and where we're meant to go. And then we're like, okay. So, all right, so free writing, um, channel writing, asking the right questions, really diving into what is this big fear? What is, what is actually keeping me? Because, yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing. I know for me, I had this really big fear and I don't even know where this fear came from. But for me, for a long time, the reason why I wasn't allowing myself to scale to the higher level income months was because I had this fear that if I made more money, my family wouldn't give me money, which would mean that they didn't love me, which is like Mm. the complete bullshit of bullshit, right? Like it makes no sense whatsoever. I have no idea where that got twisted in my head, but it took me a while to like, to understand that no, of course they're still gonna love me. Does that mean that doesn't love? They don't love? Well, no, of course not. Now I get to show them love in a different way and support them and give back, and they still will give me love. You know, it's it, it was something that I had to rewrite constantly, and I think mm-hmm. that that's the biggest thing to let people know too is that even at every level there's fears that still creep up for us. Yes. And I think that sometimes people look at us and they look at people who are very successful, especially in what they want to do or who are, who are living the life that they want to live. And so maybe they're studying these people like you just mentioned earlier and they're saying, okay, ego, look at all this stuff. Look at what they're doing over here. I'm not there and they they probably have it so easy. It probably looks, it looks so effortless for them. It looks mm-hmm. like it's just, um, just something that just happens to them. They're just so lucky.
1: <laughs> yes. <sighs>
0: what do you feel about this? And how can you help someone shift from that place of looking at them as if they're on a pedestal and understanding that we are all just human? And if we can do it, they can too.
1: Oh, this has been something, a topic that I've been... <laughs> really loving lately um i first heard maru say like you know we're all humans in this experience like we all poop the same yeah (laughs) that's what i say Like we all poop the same (laughs) it just it clears so much stuff um stuff around you know having to be perfect having to have it all figured out having to do it like they do and for me it's all about self-expression. It's all about being who who you are without holding back bits and pieces out of fear of judgment, fear of losing love, fear of being left out. And when you can really be with yourself in all of your glory and shadow, I think that's when things really start to shift because then it's not about, well, they can do it and I can't. It's like, this is who I am and this is how I can do it my way. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we all are different individuals. We all have our own path. And not to say that there's, there's not different, you know, resources that we can't utilize. We don't have to reinvent the wheel for everything. But yeah. I really believe that when we can acknowledge, like, oh, great person, this and these are their strengths these are my strengths how can I leverage that Mm -hmm. versus constantly comparing it's like Mm -hmm. using the information to inform us so that we can make our own choices with the information we have about ourselves and Mm -hmm. our own strengths
0: Right. And just remembering why we are really amazing. Like what makes us so special? Because we all, I, I mean, there are strengths that like, I wish I had. And there are strengths that people look at me and they're like, damn, I wish I was like that. And then there's like strengths that I'm like, damn, I wish I was like that. But it's like, it's it's going back to, to us and our core. And so for someone who feels like they don't even know who they are anymore, where do you suggest they start?
1: Yeah, this was a lot of the work that I did in my earlier years yeah. because I don't know about you, I'm sure there's someone listening that can identify as being a chameleon. I mm-hmm. absolutely identified with being this chameleon who I could adapt to wherever I was, whoever mm-hmm. I was with and just was able to become the people that I was around and adapt to that. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea who I was which is where that anxiety really came from.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, how could I know what my purpose was if I didn't know who I was? Right. So the first piece is just knowing that it can take some time and just yeah. being gentle with yourself and testing things out, you know, seeing what you actually like spending time alone in your own energy is really important. Um and just you know, testing things out and, and being honest with yourself of like, oh, I actually don't really like that. Or oh, mm-hmm. that actually is really fun. Or, oh, no one else I know is trying that, but I feel really drawn to it. And mm-hmm. Just letting yourself dance with that a little bit. Um, again, free writing is really powerful. Just like giving or, you know, voice recording if you're a talker. Yeah, for letting sure. Yourself just let those thoughts that you have come out before you stop them because you're thinking of what other people would think It's just yeah. let them flow out and once you get in that practice. That's been a really powerful practice for me um, yeah. In like really finding my own voice and who I am right? Yeah, it's stopping the censoring of those things so quickly that you don't even realize which leads that like i don't even know what i believe or i don't even know what i think but once you give yeah. yourself the space to let that come out even even and especially to start off with when you're on your own yeah it it just it expands your capacity to start realizing oh i do have thoughts i do have my own opinions mm-hmm. this is this is where i stop them and like mm-hmm. just go a little bit further and eventually you'll realize that you're an amazing, powerful human. That and has I think absolutely amazing gifts.
0: I think that also like figuring out what you don't want is sometimes easier than figuring out what you actually do want. And so, But then once we know what we don't want and we, what we for sure don't like, we're like, I am for sure not available for that shit anymore. <laughs> yes. um, then we can start to really tone in. And it's like, okay, well, if I know I'm not available for that, if I know that I don't want that to happen to me anymore... What is it that I actually do want? What is it that I actually do want to happen to me? And what do I believe can happen to me? And what are my beliefs around that right now? Like, I think that's, I mean, even in life, but in business in general, when it comes to like your ideal clients, it's like, um, I have so many of my clients are always like, I feel like I'm just not attracting the right people to me. And I was like, well, what are your boundaries right now? What are you actually available for? Like, <laughs> yes. I'm not available for the bullshit that I used to be available for a long time ago. Um, mm. and that's something that has actively had to shift. And I think it's really beautiful when we get to that point. Okay. But like you said, sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And to yeah. know that it's not gonna be it's it's part of the journey. It's not gonna be like you wake up one day and you're like, Oh, I've got it all figured
1: out. Which like, is what I year. think we sometimes think it's gonna be like, right? It's like, oh, all of a sudden, voila, because yeah. it's like magic. I pressed a button and it worked. <laughs> yeah, it happened for them overnight. So it's like, no, there's like yes. so much happening inside mm-hmm. that. It's just like layers and layers and it builds to the point where all all of a sudden you just feel strong enough in it that you're like, okay, great. Now I can move on to the next thing. And you know it's so funny.
0: So I'd love to talk about the whole, um, r- really connecting with your purpose and connecting with your passion. Um, cause this is something that personally, like, I feel like I'm battling with outside of my business. Like it's like, I oh. want to feel fulfilled in so many different areas of my life, not just in one area, because how we do one thing is how we do everything. And knowing that to be true, if I, it's like, it's like, if you're still feeling areas of unfulfillment, it's like figuring that out. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts on, and now I think that, I think this is where the transition really, really hits, right? So it's like, okay, for so long, a lot of times people work um, on their passion, work on their purpose part-time until it can be full-time. And then it's full-time. And yes, they're so excited and they're like, yay, this is awesome. Like, I love what I do. But then I think that's where it's like, okay, but what's the purpose of all this? Mm -hmm. What? What's the bigger mission? What? But what am I supposed to do with this now that I have it? Because, because for so long we are working on having it, and now all of a sudden we have it. Now, now, what do we do? I don't know if you, have you ever felt that? Or like, do you
1: do you feel went, that at all? Or do, what do you think about that? I went through this um, a good couple years ago because I, like many, started my business because I wanted freedom. I wanted to use mm-hmm. my gifts. I wanted to make great money, working part-time and traveling, working on my own schedule, how I worked best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once I was living all of that, there really did need to be a bigger why. Like that was like all, I mean, obviously I wanted to, to be in service and to help people. I was really passionate about right, that. Of course. But there, there'd be, it'd be. There became a time when I needed something more. I needed a bigger why, a deeper mission to compel me to keep moving forward because growth is one of my core values. So I just could not be comfortable. Like I think many of us, right? Like we just can't be comfortable staying in that. Like, okay, like Seems now good. everything is right. steady. <laughs> right, exactly. No, okay, no. I what think that I most in?
0: entrepreneurs are achievers, right? We want to keep achieving. We want to keep, okay, what's the next level? What's the next level? What's the next level?
1: Yeah. And it's, it's about finding this place of, one, enjoying the whole journey as much as possible, because it's not about any end goal. It's about growth. It's about enjoying the experience. It's about learning mm-hmm. and and just that evolution, because there really is no end point. And so that's the first piece that's really important to me. And then from there, it really came down to going deeper into like seeing the patterns of everything that I had done to that point. What were some like the through lines that kept me motivated even through those challenging times and, and looking deeper at like, okay, if it had nothing to do with success, if it had nothing to do with money, if it had nothing to do with anything other than just my heart and my soul like going out and doing this work, what would it really be about? And that's a great question. Yeah. And sometimes I think we think that it needs to be like this big different thing all of a sudden. It's like, oh, this isn't enough. So it needs to be this over here. And it's like, Everything is stay. it's just been like little one degree shifts. upgrades, yeah. shifts. Yeah. And, and so it wasn't like, oh, now you're going to do this other big thing that's completely disconnected. It was just like, oh no, like now there, there's just like this expansion that's happening within that mission. I'm no longer content just like serving this, pe- this amount of people. It's like, oh, I want to like get that out to more people yeah. and share it in a, in a bigger way or in a different way. Right. in kind a of bolder way. Right. And there also there also came a time where and I think you'll really relate to this where it's like, oh, and there's other things. Like mm-hmm. this is going, this is happening. It's a living breathing organism mm-hmm. doing the thing. And now what else wants to be created, explored. Right. Um and my husband and I actually ended up starting <clears throat> an electronic music festival last oh, year. Oh,
0: so fun.
1: So that's where I, like, it's still about expression, but for me, it's, it's like this other, other side of like this community where like misfits and like these people that don't normally have a space can have the space to just, you know, be and be all of them in a really fun environment versus like the personal growth coaching. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just the same but in different places in different ways and yeah it's been so much fun
0: that's awesome yeah I know it's like lately I'm like I'm asking everybody I'm like what are your hobbies what do you like to do for fun like if it didn't make you any money like what do you just go do like what do you get so excited to do that that doesn't make you any money but you just love doing it and because mm-hmm. I think that you know um for for me especially like as a high achiever, I'm always like, okay, next level, next level, next level. And I can't remember the last time I, I did anything just because of pure joy and not because I was trying to achieve something. And so it's been a really, really fascinating, um, breakthrough moment for myself to realize that, but to know, because I think for, for so long, this is all I wanted. And then mm-hmm. it's like, once you achieve what you want, then it's like, well, we, we, we got to keep going from there. Like, it's like, what's yeah. next? What's the next step? Where are we going now? Um, so I really love this. And I think that it's really important to talk about. So, so let people know that, hey, it's okay to try a bunch of things. It's okay to figure it out. And, and if money was put aside and if it wasn't for any of that, what would you actually want to do? What would you actually want to talk about? What would you actually be really, really excited about? To, to look into and dive into like a music festival. Like, that's
1: so cool. Like, I don't even think that would ever be a thought for me. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, and it's – like, my husband has been in that industry for so long. Yeah. But it, was, it was also one of his dreams. So now, because mine is established, I got to help him with his, mm-hmm. which is a dream of mine as well. To, right. Absolutely, and just some fun ideas for you, because I've been on the same yeah. train around like exploring different interests because i have so much free time, like I don't have kids, so mm. I'll, I'll say that, but like my business is just like it just goes, it does its thing. I built it right from the start to have lots of free time mm. and so it's like, okay, what now what do I don't want to do with that free time and i've I've been trying. Mm blacksmithing and pottery and yeah. making jewelry and <laughs> doing kickboxing and just like trying all of these different things and some things mm-hmm. like blacksmithing, I really thought it was gonna be for me. It was I so don't even hard. know that
0: existed anymore. <laughs>
1: Like (laughs) it's
0: very physically challenging, so it's like, great. Okay, I've welded before, so I can only imagine that it's very similar to that. And I remember being burnt by the little, like, you know, the fire things that like uh, the sparks. I'm like, ow, like, this is hard. Like, you got to be careful with that, you know, with the fire and like the lights. So, um, but that's really cool to be like, yeah, like, I've welded before. It's really cool for you to be like, yeah, I, I took a a blacksmith, blacksmithing, blacksmith, blacksmithing, <laughs> blacksmithing. Is yeah, that word, it's a word now. I don't know. I love that. So, okay, I would love to ask though, like, how, um, what do you have in the background of your business to have so much flexibility? And how, do you, how did you grow to that place where you could have as much freedom as you truly desire? You're still bringing in the income that you want.
1: Well, I'll start off by saying that I, if for anyone that's familiar with human design, I'm a projector. I'm an undefined projector. Me
0: too, but I don't know anything about it. So I'm so excited that you're talking about this.
1: (laughs) I'm like, I don't get it. My whole life, I, I'm, I'm not the person that like has all this energy and can do all these, these things. And I knew, I knew right from the very start, one of the, main reasons why I wanted my own business in addition to using my gifts and mm-hmm. living my purpose, um, was that I really wanted to work how I work best. So on my own schedule at the times yeah. that I feel best yeah. and, and to have, I require it's, it's not like a desire. It's not something that would be nice. I require a lot of space mm. to be like, that is how I do my best work it's, it's not like, Oh, that's a nice luxury. She's being lazy. It's like, Nope, that's a requirement for me to like go do the damn thing over here. Mm. And so I built my business right from the start with that awareness. And I created something called the business pleasure map, which is a requirement for all of my clients to go through. And I feel really blessed that I started my business this way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't believe that they can. I think a lot of people have this idea that it has to be this hard hustle right from the start. And while that might be the case for some people, I don't believe that it's a, it's a have to, and I don't believe it's a necessity. And so for me, I built it with the knowledge of like, okay, I only want to work with this many clients Mm -hmm. this time. And this is what I need to make. So here's the match. Right. And, and that's how I was able to get to $10 thousand dollar months. Right. Working with like five, six clients. Right. And and just built that really steadily right from the start. So I mean, I've been working 15 to 20 hours a week for the last eight hours. Eight years. That's amazing. Uh, How did you? So, before, because I know a lot of people listening,
0: they're like in a place where they're probably like, okay, I I either want to scale my income or they're just like, damn, I just want consistent income in my business. So, how did you get to that place to where it was more consistent and what did that look like for you?
1: I, so this is where it kind of differentiates person to person. I love working with my clients long term. I always have, Mm -hmm. it's actually shifting a little bit now because that there's a lot more fire energy coming through. So it's like, oh, actually in one day I can do six months of work, boom. Lots is shifting, lots of yeah. lots is activating really fast. But in general, I love intimacy. I love, my clients sometimes work with me for three years because we're just growing and evolving yeah. together.
0: Yeah, And
1: so my minimum when I got started as far as lengthwise to work yeah. with clients was six months. Right, and so it's easy to
0: stack that up and solidify the base revenue that you need. Yeah, that's what I
1: teach a lot too. So it was just like, oh, great. I work with five to six clients at starting here for six mm-hmm. months. Just before that, I open up the doors. Often there's a waiting list for, you know, four or five months of time mm-hmm. during that period because I'm not making up a story like, there's only this many spots. It's like, no, really. It's actually <laughs> it's true, right? right. This is very true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm with
0: you. Ah, uh, okay. So this is awesome. Okay. We've talked about so many themes, but this podcast is <laughs> honestly about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So can you tell us about a time that you overcame an obstacle and when you did, you just felt so victorious?
1: Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this question and sometimes mm-hmm. Sometimes I forget about the challenges like right after they're done. Um, so it's it <laughs> like me I, a I bless
0: and release, and then I And, yes. then I like,
1: <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> but something came through that I haven't talked about a lot, and yeah. it, it felt like it really wanted to come through today. So, one of the biggest challenges that I had was actually one of the biggest fears that I had in my business. So, I've mm-hmm. run masterminds for the last seven years um that's been my main focus and so because we're working long term like those people are in it like you can't just like decide to quit the next week like you are in a sisterhood you're committed to each other to yourself and to me yeah and my biggest fear was that um especially because I spend a lot of time curating those groups. It's not like I just choose anyone. Like I'm very guided on who comes through. But one of my fears was was that someone, you know, halfway through would, would want to leave. And a couple years ago I had two people at the same time who were talking with each other that one I feel truly was meant to leave. The other one was I believe in heavy resistance Um, but anyways my worst fear times two came true and two people um, asked to leave well one asked to leave one just avoided dealing with anything yeah Um, but I felt so I mean although my nervous system was very rattled throughout it I felt so Good about how I navigated it and how I handled it with the group that was still there with yeah. the one that would communicate with me and i everyone in the group that stayed thanked me for how I navigated it, for how I held space, closed the group back up and and really made it like a, a powerful teaching moment mm-hmm. and i I felt like after navigating that, it's like, oh, well, I can do anything because that was my worst fear in my business. Mm-hmm. And knowing that I could get through that and move through that in absolutely. a way that, I mean, we all lived and, yeah, all absolutely. and right. it all worked out.
0: And I think that's like, one of the biggest things and the reason why I love that question and love asking people that question so much is because one, it, it makes people aware that we all go through massive obstacles and we're like, I don't know how this is going to work out. And yet it always works out whether it's the way that we expect it to work out mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like. It, it ends up working out so perfectly that we're just like, wow. Okay if I remember that I accomplished this, that I can accomplish anything. And sometimes when we're feeling wonky and when we're feeling in that in that place of our life where we're like, dang, remember when I accomplished that? It's a, it's a beautiful thing to look back and be like, look at yeah. when I accomplished this. Look at when I was in this place and this was my worry and this was my fear and I did all of these things. And so I love this question so much, but girl, we could like literally be on here talking for days <laughs> yes. and hours and all the things about all the things purpose, business, so much fun. Um, why don't you tell us what you're most excited about right now in your business, and your life, or whatever you'd like to share? Yes.
1: Well, right now we are creating a whole new, I, I need to stop saying rebrand, because we're creating a whole new business, Living Richly cool. um, with Allison. And so it's just been so cool to have Living Richly like share with us. She's mm-hmm. been fairly elusive. So that's been fun. But um, just to co-create with that energy and with my team uh, has been really, really fun. And what I'm really most passionate passionate about right now is self-expression and visibility mm-hmm. and doing so in a way that is authentic and real, especially for women who, like we talked about earlier, who kind of lost themselves at points or felt like they didn't have a voice or didn't know how to be seen or heard after so long of not feeling seen and heard. Um, So that's where I'm feeling a lot of passion right now. And as I mentioned, there's so much energy moving through there that actually one day intensives have been getting six to 12 months of work done in a day. So that's really where I'm loving life right now. That's so awesome. Okay.
0: Well tell everybody where they can find you, where they can see more of you and all the fun things.
1: Yeah. Um, I would love to receive a hello. Your biggest takeaway from today on Facebook. That's where I really enjoy to have connection time. Mm -hmm. So, um, my business page is um, forward slash Alison Braun, the joyologist. Yeah. The joyologist. We'll have that in Facebook. the show notes as well. So perfect. So Facebook. Uh, perfect. Come say hello there. And then my website is com, And that's where there's a wealth of articles and resources and perfect. all kinds of good stuff.
0: Yes. Ah, so exciting. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Allison. It is such a pleasure talking to you and I'm like, "Damn, I think we could just talk all day." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course.